And welcome to the Root of All Eagles podcast. Today, we have a ton to get into about the Eagles with lots in the news going on, including AJ Brown and his bike having a run-in with a car, which was almost a hold your breath moment for Eagles fans. We'll get into all of that in today's episode, but we'll start with a few notes about OTAs coming up after this. Break down the latest news about your beloved bird. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go! Hit it! And now, your host, James Webb. Fly, Eagles, fly. So the Eagles OTA offseason workouts will get underway on May 30th and then run through June 1st and 2nd, June 5th and 6th, and June 8th. The first day back was April 24th. So we should start to see some things around the team getting back into the facility again over the next few days. Let's get into the news. Jalen Carter's situation after the Georgia Bulldog National Championship Parade was discussed prior to the draft, but took a new turn recently when the father of the young man who lost his life came forward with a lawsuit. The whole event is a very sad and tragic incident and one that has garnered heavy media attention for obvious reasons. Georgia's celebration turned tragic when things went wrong, and Jalen Carter was wrapped up right in the middle of it all. For those that don't know, Carter was allegedly racing an SUV being driven by a young man named Chandler LaCroix and a passenger named Devin Willock who played for the team. Both LaCroix and Willock were killed in the incident. And Willock's father, Dave Willock Sr., is now filing a $40 million lawsuit against the defendants. $30 million of that is for compensatory damages, while the other $10 million is in punitive damages from Carter. The Eagles rookie was allegedly driving on a suspended license and racing at over 100 miles an hour before the crash, which resulted in the death of LaCroix and Devin Willock. The lawsuit alleges wrongful death negligent hiring, and general negligence on behalf of the university's athletic association, Carter himself, and other parties in the lawsuit. Mr. Willicks's lawyer cited that neither LaCroix or Carter should have been driving that night and that the athletic association at the University of Georgia knew that and yet failed to intervene. Georgia has battled back on those claims, stating that they strongly dispute those baseless allegations in court. There is evidence that both Carter and LaCroix were racing and that LaCroix was over the alcohol limit that night before engaging in a race that led to speeds of over 100 miles an hour, resulting in the eventual crash. From what has come out after the incident, he crashed into a couple of power poles in the multiple trees, later losing his life at the hospital. Carter entered a no-contest plea on reckless driving and racing charges and was charged a fine and given 12 months probation, which we of course hoped would be the end of the traumatic incident. How we of course defended Carter immediately after drafting him, stating that the team had done their homework on his character and that the organization would support him, but the outcome of the legal battle surrounding the situation is yet to be determined. 
Moving on to other news surrounding the team, the Eagles have their sixth annual autism challenge this month, which included a charity bike ride involving some of the team's players. The challenge has been a hit in recent years and is for a great cause, but Philly almost paid a hefty price in the upcoming football season with star wide receiver AJ Brown. AJ Brown was riding whilst on Instagram Live for the event when he suddenly dropped his phone amidst what we'll call a little commotion. He scooped it up and told everybody he was okay, but had very nearly been struck by a car that had run through a stop sign. Now, I don't know about you, but I would not want to be the Philadelphia resident that knocked AJ Brown off his bike and caused him any kind of injury that could have heavily impacted the Eagles' chances of winning a Super Bowl this season. That individual would definitely have to go into hiding. Brown got back on the bike and jokingly said, This shit crazy. I don't know if I should do this shit no more. In typical AJ Brown fashion, smiling and joking with his fans. You gotta love this guy, and I'm glad he wasn't in any way injured during the event. He seems poised for his second season in Philadelphia, one in which he's hoping to build on his 1,496 yards and 11 touchdowns in 2022, and of course a visit to the Super Bowl. He said in a recent interview that there is a lot he can improve on and that he wants to be a, quote, complete receiver. After his first three years with the Tennessee Titans, Brown's move during the 22 draft was one of the biggest swings in recent years for Philly, and it paid off in a major way. His 88 receptions and 1,496 yards were both career highs, and the 11 touchdown total matched his 2020 career high number in Tennessee. The way Philly utilized Brown last season was very diverse. He was heavily influential in the short game, dominating on double slant concepts with Devontae Smith, and then made major waves coming over the middle going deep and even picking up wide receiver screens behind the line of scrimmage. As Brown said of himself, the sky's the limit for how good he can be. He is physically one of the most impressive wideouts in the league and has all the tools to do everything you could want one of the best in the league to do. More chemistry and a further developed relationship with Jalen Hurts will only help the production of the offense further. So imagine A.J. Brown actually improves on the production that earned him second team All-Pro and Pro Bowl status in 22-23 and 23 season. That's a pretty wild thought. Brown isn't the only guy hoping to make major strides this season either. Last year's Georgia picks, N'Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis, should both see a major uptick in their reps this year. And Davis is apparently standing out from the crowd already ahead of the coming season. I've seen multiple sources claim that Jordan Davis has made major progress from where he was last season. And even then he looked good when he was on the field a lot of the time. With Javon Hargrave having moved on to the San Francisco 49ers, the opportunity for Davis will grow this year, and he seems to be preparing himself for the moment really well. He's receiving high praise for his versatility, considering his size, and showing the ability to cover multiple alignments, fill multiple gaps, and pass rush with a high level of success consistently. Hearing that fires me up personally because as Philly fans, we saw glimpses of him last year, but we haven't really seen what he can do yet with a full season of reps. And let's not forget just how much of a unique talent he was when we drafted him. 
Davis now has a full season of experience under his belt, learning and being coached by the Eagles staff. And the addition of Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith should only help to unlock his potential even further. The defense is looking good and the Eagles aren't prepared to give up on Derek Barnett yet either, who seems to be a little forgotten about when it comes to the production on the defensive side. Barnett was prepared to be a key piece of the Eagles front seven last season after a solid camp but a nasty knee injury in week one costed him the entire season, and the Eagles then retooled and added additional talent on the defensive line via the draft. There is a probability that Barnett ends up getting cut prior to the season. It could save the Eagles almost $3 million on the year, so there is a rumor that he could be a potential cut candidate because of that. If not, he could add valuable depth and rotate in with the starting defensive line. He's going into his seventh season in Philly and recorded 26 sacks in his first five years with 52 quarterback hits and 176 total pressures. He's one to keep an eye on during the preseason process. Ultimately, the defensive line has some tremendous depth. It's a great mix of experience with guys like Fletch and Brandon Graham and some young talent with unbelievable upside in Jordan Davis, Nolan Smith, and Jalen Carter. The Georgia Bulldogs meet Philadelphia Eagles plan in an exciting one. Philly can really get after offensive lines and put a lot of pressure on quarterbacks this season. They have enough youth and fresh legs to be going after it for four quarters, and this is one of the major ways to win championships. Our front seven might be one of the most impactful pieces of the franchise this season, for real. Then we have Jason Kelsey receiving the Pro Football Writers of America or PFWA Good Guy Award. It's an award presented to an NFL player each year for their efforts in helping pro football writers do their job. Chris Long won the award in back-to-back years in 2018 and again in 2019 and now Kelsey joins him as the latest good guy to come out of the Eagles locker room. Kelsey is just a man of the people. His character as a locker room presence and a leader of the team is so profound. And now that he has his podcast with his brother, fans have been able to appreciate who he is on a deeper level than ever before, which is so refreshing. It's a well-deserved honor. Kelsey is kind to everybody he meets. Everybody at the facility, the young players learning underneath him, And having him come back once again to play this year is such a huge win for the franchise. It's a little ironic winning the good guy award considering the way he plays the game between the lines though. That guy is a bad dude on the football field. A real mauler and one of the best offensive linemen this franchise is ever going to see. Couldn't be a nicer guy when he takes his pads off though. Let's wrap up here with a couple of roster rumors and moves. The Eagles waived offensive tackle Jared Williams and signed wide receiver Charleston Ramble, which is significant because he played with Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. He was the Sooners' number two receiver in 19 behind CeeDee Lamb and eventually transferred to Miami for his fourth and final year. He went undrafted in 22 and was part of the Carolina Panthers preseason camp, but was cut before the season. From there, he headed to the XFL where he caught 31 balls for over 400 yards and three touchdowns with the Orlando Guardians and will now take another swing at making an NFL roster with his former college quarterback. There's a lot of competition at wideout this season. We talked about Jaden Hasselwood and his potential and Charleston Ramble will have a shot at proving himself too. 
Then finally, there are a few rumors circling around about the potential signing of Miles Jack. He's another one of the potential linebacker options that would bulk up the middle linebacker group with N'Kobe Dean. And that's a position of need that we've talked about in previous episodes with the potential signing of Deion Jones. I'd like to see Dean as the starter, and I think he will be. But if he gets hurt or needs rotational support, we don't currently have anybody who can fill the role, really. I don't doubt that it will be addressed. It's just figuring out who the solution is. Miles Jack spent six seasons with the Jacksonville Jaguars before going to Pittsburgh last year, where he played 692 snaps, picked up 80 tackles, and added a couple of pass breakups. He's not the best run defender, but could be a rotational player for us in passing downs and in relief of N'Kobe Dean. He's got starting caliber qualities, so I think it would certainly be a valuable signing. The concerns with him are his knees. He fell in the draft before he was even in the league because of some issues he was having with his knees. He's only 27 years old and worth a punt, so we'll see how that one plays out over the coming days. I think that about wraps it up. We've covered everything going on with the Eagles right now. We have OTAs and workouts coming up in the next couple of weeks. So we'll sink our teeth into those things then. Thank you so much for listening to the Root of All Eagles podcast brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters. You can find us on any of your streaming apps that you choose to stream your podcast on. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Root of All Eagles. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, and we'll see you in the next episode. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thanks for checking out another episode of Root of All Eagles podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Root of All Eagles, and make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah.